Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here, and you're listening to the CFI podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. Spins are one of those things that if you're working on your CFI, you'll have to do them. If you're already a CFI, you may have to teach them. Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here of M0A.com, and you are listening to the CFI Podcast. Of course, CFI, Certificated Flight Instructor Podcast, brought to you by our number one rated online ground school, GroundSchoolAcademy.com. Full private instrument commercial and soon-to-be CFI online ground school. I just shot the entire FOI course, Fundamentals of Instruction, and I'm now in the process of tightening up the actual CFI uh, airplane course and getting that done and out to you. It's, there's going to be nothing like it on the market. You're going to be very, very impressed. Groundschoolacademy.com to check that out to learn more. Today's topic on the CFI podcast is one near and dear to my heart, a favorite maneuver of mine, and that is spins. I open this by saying, if you're working on your CFI, you'll have to do them. If you are a CFI, you're going to teach them here soon. And that is what scares me so much about spins. Hear me out with this scenario. You don't have to actually demonstrate a spin until you want to become a flight instructor. Now, the flight instructor who's going to take you up to do those spins, there is a very good chance that the last time he or she did spins was when they were in your same shoes. At least that's how it was for me. And I was young and just excited to go do spins. I didn't think anything of it until years later. I'm thinking, wait, the CFI who taught me spins specifically told me that the last time he did spins was when he had to get his spin endorsement to become a CFI. And he actually had to consult with the chief CFI just to make sure how to do a spin again. He told me that after we were down on the ground safely. I'm thinking, that was kind of scary if, if I knew that. I probably still would have gone because I was young and, and, and silly uh, and just liked flying airplanes um, and, and kind of had that macho hazardous attitude sometimes, which, which is long gone. But sometimes as a young pilot, that, that sneaks in, right? Spins are just one of those things. So please make sure when you go up to earn your spin endorsement, if you haven't already, you're training with a CFI who is not just spin current, but spin proficient. And that's what you're really after in this case. You don't want the blind leading the blind when it comes to spinning an airplane. You know, Early training, we're always being taught to avoid spins. We teach the PAR acronym, power back, ailerons neutral, rudder opposite, elevator down, base to finals dangerous, upwind to crosswind, down, you know, crosswind to downwind. We teach all these areas where spins can actually happen, and we spend so much time talking about them that students, especially those students who early on develop a fear of stalling, are really going to have a fear of spinning as well. So how can we get comfortable with that? We need to learn. It's one thing to rattle off a spin recovery like I did, power back, ailerons, neutral, rotor, opposite, elevator, down. It's another thing to do it because if you've done spins, leaving that aileron in the neutral position is perhaps the hardest thing to actually do now, isn't it? So please, 
Think of that, you know, chair fly that so you know what it's like when you get there. And you're going to not just do one spin, you're going to do a few spins to the left, to the right. It's going to spin differently to the left than it is to the right. Easier in some directions and more difficult in others. But a spin is truly not as violent as it sounds. Think about it. The definition of a spin is an aggravated stall where one wing is stalled more than the other. What is your airspeed typically in a stall, right? I mean, it's it's slow. So as crazy as it sounds in a spin, if you're properly in a spin, you are pointing straight down at the ground and all you see is ground in your windshield and it's quite intimidating to look at as you're spinning and not as fast as, it, as you think, but you're spinning, yet your airspeed says 35 because you're stalled. One wing is stalled more than the other. It's an aggravated stall, which causes us to actually spin, making it not as violent as it sounds. Now, actually, if anything, the recovery, once you start flying again and you hear that airspeed picking up and you can feel the, the, uh, some G-forces in that recovery, that's where it can get a little scary sometimes if you don't get that nose, you know, break it and then get that nose up before the airspeed increases too much. In that case, even with the power back, with that much of a nose down attitude, it can be quite dangerous. But it's certainly not as violent as it sounds. And then two, like I said, having uh, a non, not even current spin CFI teach you this. Have you done a proper weight and balance? Did you know that probably for your aircraft, especially assuming you're spinning a 172, a 150, uh, you know, whatever it may be that you're training aircraft of choices, Have you done a weight and balance? Are you in the utility category, which is where you need to be to to be able to accomplish that and safely? Do you fully understand the weight and balance implications of having an FCG? How dangerous an FCG is in a spin scenario? When I take a student out to spin, we go out, we do obviously such a thorough pre-flight of the airplane. I mean, we do our regular pre-flight, but we go above and beyond. Our regular pre-flights are thorough, but we really go above and beyond. I want to be light in the fuel department. I want everything out of the back seat, everything out of the baggage area, even extra oil, extra headsets, rags, anything that could become a potential hazard to myself flying, I'm getting rid of it because there's a likelihood it could come forward. So everything comes out. Plus, I want as much weight forward as possible. I'm trying to avoid that AFCG. An AFCG is less stable because the arm is shorter back to the rudder. And the rudder is exactly what I need to recover from that situation, right? It's part of that rudder opposite in my recovery. So I have to prepare the airplane in that case. You need to understand where you're at from a weight and balance standpoint to really make the spins happen. And if you want to see more on spins, I did a great spin video. It's up on YouTube. I did spins with Ariel Tweedo, actually from Flying Wild Alaska. I was her instructor uh, for a few lessons and she's coming back down to do some instrument flying and some other stuff with us. But she wanted up, wanted to go up and do spins. And what you don't see in the video um, is we really ended up doing, geez, the goal was one, I do a spin, she does a spin, and we end the video saying a good pilot's always learning. And that was it. But she kept saying, let's go again. Can we go again? Let's go again. And, and what you don't see in that video, we, I think we ended up doing four times. We actually spun so many times we broke the directional gyro, the head indicator, because that's a gyroscopic instrument that tumbles beyond 60 degrees and just 
it, it was old anyways, but eventually tumbled its last time and it was done and uh, no longer work. Ended up having to, uh, uh, to replace it. Certainly worth it. Uh, spins are fun, but remember, spins are hard on the airplane. They're hard on the gyroscopic instruments of the airplane. They're hard on the tail section. That's a lot of demand on that airplane. So when that pre-flight happens, it's checking cotter pins on the rudder, on the elevator, just feeling, looking for stress fractures, whatever it may be, it has to be a thorough pre-flight. It has to be the right pre-flight preparation as well with the weight and balance. Finding the great CFI to do it is just half the, half the task. The rest is really getting prepared for that flight. But I'll tell you, it is a line in your logbook you will never forget doing spins. It is, um, it's just so much fun. So uh, excited to hear your spin stories uh, and excited to read your reviews on iTunes. So keep leaving us great reviews. We read all your feedback. We're very thankful for it. Uh, and thank you so much for just sharing m0a.com with your students. Our goal each and every day is to make safer, smarter pilots and it starts with you guys, the CFIs. You're the ones who help to make that happen. So listen, enjoy the rest of your day. And most importantly, remember, a good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, guys. See ya.